beers on Melrose with Jared and or Jeremy and Tim. Jared is no longer with us tonight. Um, he was invited, but he has other obligations with work. You know, life happens. It does. And honestly, we've tried to record uh, a couple other times this week, and it's just not worked out. So, life gets in the yeah. way. It does. It Absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, it's been, it's been a while. Well, oh, well. Oh, we've been joined by Jonathan Duff. Got the three legs of a tripod today. <laughs> you there, Jonathan? I am now. How was how was the dinner? Fucking bomb. Well, Jonathan, this is uh Tim. Tim, this is Jonathan. This is your introduction. Thank you, Jeremy. I hope you're ready for this podcast to be completely derailed. It's been been derailed a couple times already. This is is try number three. (laughs) Yeah, I saw I had quite a few uh, emails from you. Yeah. This this was kind of a rough week. Uh, We lost to Penn State 31-0. Not necessarily Iowa's best offensive week of the year. Definitely not. Not surprising, honestly. No, Penn State's got a good defense. Best defense in the all season. Yeah, by far. But I would still say the offense did not look good. I don't care who they played on defense. They didn't look sharp. No, not at all. Not good. But having said that, I feel that the first drive kind of derailed the entire game. Eh, I mean, you just uh, you throw in the inability to block anybody up front with four turnovers. This is what you get. Yeah, yeah. you um, can't turn the ball over on this game. You no, just can't. no, absolutely not. And you got to be able to block block people. And as we all know, as we've seen for how many years, this offense only goes as far as the offensive line takes them. No, and unfortunately, I feel that Jared was right. And his assessment of the line. I don't know if I would call it trash. I would say it's more below average. It's below what Iowa expects. Absolutely. 100%. When you have two, you you literally have have three offensive line coaches on the staff. Let's be honest. Brian's an offensive line coach at best. And he's a good offensive line coach. Dare I say great. I'd say, honestly, his seasons as an offensive line coach, they were a pretty damn good offensive line. They won the Joe Moore Award and were a finalist in another year. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd say he was a great offensive line coach. You've got George Barnett, who Kirk keeps saying is a great coach. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And you've got Kirk, Kirk Ferentz, who is shown that he's a good offensive line coach. Yeah. And this offensive line has continued to struggle the last couple of years. For sure. For sure. And, um, I mean, you, you you go back to when, um, Jesus, Brian takes over as offensive coordinator and 
you have James Daniels, Ike Bucker, Alaric Jackson, and Tristan Morris, all who are now in the NFL playing. Yeah. Right? And yeah. it just goes down from there. It does. It hasn't been a good offensive line since 2000 was our last deep, decent offensive line. Right. And that only had one pro on it, and that was Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. We haven't had a pro. Nowhere. Well, Nobody's well, going they to had a, sniff they, the NFL. Okay. They had a layer on that team. Wasn't a layer on that team? In 2020? Yeah. Uh, yes, he was. You're right. You are correct. And Koi, and Koi transfer as well. Who is playing in the NFL? Yeah. Is he still in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, you have three offensive, you have three offensive linemen in the NFL on that team. Right. But we haven't really had anybody sniff the NFL besides those players. Right. Um, and I don't think that losing Doyle helps the situation. I mean, it's not a shock that Doyle left offensive line throughout. Right. True. Um, but I think it goes the offensive line coach. And maybe we haven't, I haven't seen enough from this George Barnett to really make a um, educated statement on him. But Tim Polisek was not very good. No, he wasn't. I, I've seen enough of George Barnett. Um, so, like, it's just, it's just the inability to adapt the offense to the personnel that you have. Yeah. Um, it's it's mind boggling. Yeah, but it was. It was a poor display on Saturday. I'm yeah. just, I, I've seen enough to where I am over this year after year. And Welcome to the club. Yeah, and I'm finally, I finally have gotten there. I'm not, I'm not to the point where Jared is, but I'm. Saturday, Saturday hurt me. Yeah, it's. I mean, like I said, this goes clear back to to when Brian took over, and even before. We, 2017, yeah. you spank Ohio State 55-24. Everybody forgets. But the yeah. next week, what they do at Wisconsin, 77 yards, one first down, and the only points scored were two pick sixes by Josh Jackson. Yeah, that was reminiscent of this last game. Right. Like, we've seen this shit before, and it's it's bad. It's I'm over yeah. it. They're trying to run this yeah. old offense with these – old blocking schemes that the the techniques blocking schemes are now illegal so they have to try to block it a new way and it's not working it, and they don't have the guys to do it, it no, i'm over it. i've been over it since 2014 i'm over it 2015 was fun but that offense was not very good either and i'm over it that uh, that team got by on a lot of luck and, they got a lot of bounces. Uh, and an easy schedule, quite honestly. Absolutely. Which is what's going to happen this year. This team's going to win eight, nine games because they have an easy fucking schedule. <laughs> I still think they'll win two games. They're, I mean, it's very possible. Honestly, it's, still, it's still very possible they win 11. They're, they're just as good as everybody else on their schedule, if not better. Yeah. They, so, the, the only game I see them being an underdog in is Wisconsin at Wisconsin. Absolutely. That's it. Like and that's still games. winnable. That's still this, winnable. Doesn't mean that the team Kirk will no. lean on that, but I just hope because I love Kirk. He's been awesome. He's been great. Like it. 
there's there's a time when it's run its course, right? Yeah. And I've I I've been on the train for a long time that it's that it's ran its course. I don't want yeah. I don't want to see Kirk go out like Hayden Fry. I saw Hayden Fry go out. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want that for him. I have too much what he's done for the the program for the state. Um, that I I don't want that for him. I I want him to. Hey, win 10 games. Yeah, it'll be ugly this year, but win 10 games, go out on a high note, you know, go retire, go enjoy life. That's what I want for him. I agree. Um, this is, I, I think that this, I think Beth Getz will fire Brian Ferris. God, I hope so. I don't think she can as an incoming athletic director, which I do think she is going to be the athletic director. God, I hope so. Uh, she, I don't think you can, as your first move, Retain Brian Ferentz. That would be the most unpo- you know, make you the most unpopular person in the state. Agreed. Besides Brian Ferentz. <laughs> Valid. And so I think she fires Brian Ferentz after this season. And I think Kirk walks. I think he retires. And that'll suck. And I didn't want it to get messy. But it's gotten there. Kirk it's, allowed it to get there. Kirk is allowed it, it to get there. It's it's not quite messy yet. There can still be an amicable parting. Yeah, you know, it's not messy yet, but it's heading that direction for sure. And I, I would love, and this is a little bit off topic, but I would love to see them bring in Lance Leipold. Yes, sir. Swing for the fucking fence. Go get Lance. Or, he's won everywhere he's been. You really want a name that's off the wall? Give me a second. I got to look it up real quick. But um, yeah, John, if you want to say your two p- two cents, go for it. I'll let you have the floor. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I don't really have too much to say about the uh, the last Iowa game, other than, um, you know, I knew it was going to be ugly, but I didn't think that it was going to be that ugly. Um, but, you know, Iowa's defense, they spent a lot more time out on the field than what they should. And, you know, um, <clears throat> when your uh, defense is trying to win the football game for you, um, you know, it's kind of hard. But also at the same time, uh, Penn State, their defense was able to just put a lock on Iowa offense. And it just seemed like anything they did, they just couldn't shake them. That's well put. Obviously, I, I I don't know what play you call because the offensive line couldn't block anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you can't block anybody, it's it's pretty hard to to do things. But that that falls back on Brian Ferentz, Kirk Ferentz. Can't get a recruit guys. You got to develop guys. So, so I got a name for you that. Just this is off the wall. It's a young dude, um, Matt McCarty, Northwestern, Iowa, NAIA program. Just won the NAIA national championship. Puts up forty-five points a game. Like you want somebody off the wall. I look at that. Um, what kind of offense does he run? And obviously, he puts up points. Um, there are. Uh, they actually got a. Rusher leading uh, one of the top five or so leading rushers in the the country. 
So they run like a power spread, but put up points. I'm okay with the power spread offense. I, I don't necessarily want to spread offense. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You're going to get closer to that with Lance Lightbulb. But, um, but I'd be okay with the power spread. I mean, it's, it's it's more or less what Iowa's running now, just out of the shotgun, and it has a few wrinkles in it. It has things off of it that you can't do from under center. Yeah. We we are going – long and short of it, we're going to have to score points in the new Big Ten. <laughs> you think? I mean, you've got three of the top offenses in the country coming into the Big Ten. We're not going to be able to compete. And UCLA, who has Chip Kelly as their head coach. Who is a very offensive coach, yes. Things have to change. And I was listening to the Legends and Leaders podcast, and I listened to Chuck Long this week. They think change needs to happen now. You You need to change the play color now. Kirk won't do that. I, I, I think more is the playbook itself. Well, that, that it needs, too, but that's that's not happening. It needs, it needs an adjustment. Like, it needs a 2004 overhaul. Yeah, because as long as Kirk's here, it's the same playbook. He's not changing. I know. I know. Yeah. And that that's why it's it's nothing is going to change. I don't expect anything to change. But that's what's, in, in my opinion, what's needed is that 2004 complete overhaul of the offense. You've seen the offensive line suck, so let's get the ball out of the quarterback's hand, hands real quick, spread the field. But we're not going to do that. Use these wide receivers. Yeah. I know the tight end, Eric All's really good, but he's had some fumble issues. He can't hang on to the ball. Um, it sucks that Lachey went down. But you, this is the hand. But yeah, you deal with it. Deal with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You dealt with it in 2004, ended up winning a Big Ten title. Like, adjust. That, that's a, but that I don't is so long ago, but God, it feels even longer. I know. It, it, like, you went the whole year with no running backs. Yeah. No running game whatsoever. And the offense was very mediocre, but they put up the points when they needed to. They made the plays when they needed to. Um, yeah. Also, Drew, Drew Tate was a very underrated quarterback. He doesn't get the love he deserves because because the way it ended. Yeah, it's exactly because of the way it ended. Because the way it ended. And he was hurt. Let's just be honest. He was hurt. Oh, yeah. that last All, all that, that last year, he was definitely hurt. And Greenway but, was still onside. Yeah. <laughs> God, Cam, you had to do that to me. I, that just, that hurts. You stabbed me right in the <laughs> Greenway's always been on sides. Oh, yeah. That, that, that still fits. That game, whole game. I went back and rewatched the whole game. Why would you ago. do that to yourself? Because he's like, for punishment. I like God. Games. Apparently. <laughs> and wh- why, do I, why do I still have that game available? Uh, I don't know. That's the better question. Listen, we don't king shame here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's just, I don't know. I just, 
that's Jonathan. Jonathan can attest. I shut that game off. Oh yeah, I was, I was done. Yeah, I I was hoping uh, halftime maybe some adjustments would be made, but nothing changed. No. Each team got one drive in that first or that second half. I was like, okay, this game is over. Yeah, and That's what, what, so what do you, what do you make about what Cade said? What do you make about Cade's comment? What uh, something about the play calling and not getting the wide receivers involved? And he's like, you got to ask the OC about that. Yeah, he said I don't call the plays. I just throw. I just throw run the, the play I mean, he ain't wrong. He's not. I'm not upset about it. There's some people that are upset about it. No. Well, I mean, like, I look at it as, like, okay, like, he's someone that came from outside of Iowa. So, you know, he kind of had that outside player view of the program. And now he's actually in the program, and he's getting the full view of what it is. So it's not like he was gung-ho about Iowa being his first choice. And so he doesn't he doesn't have the shaders on that I feel like you know a a true freshman would have like coming in to Iowa playing and all of that like you know okay he's got some uh, some background on him for playing so he kind of is a little more situational aware of like what's going on so I feel like you know it should be a good wake up call. I hope it's a wake-up call, but I just don't think it's going to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, I mean, I was kind of just set in their ways of, like, yep, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, as you guys said earlier, um, they probably won't change up the playbook until um get a new coach. Because Kirk is going to – he's going to lean on, well, we won the we won the division two years ago. Yeah. We were a game away from winning it last year. He he's he's done using after this year he can't use that West schedule as a crutch. Yeah. It's done. It's done. It's gone. Yeah. The West schedule, quite honestly, has been a hindrance to us. It it's helped us win games, but it's been a hindrance to the program. I don't know if it's been a hindrance to the program. I mean I don't I don't think going to a Rose Bowl, even though getting spanked. Is a hindrance okay, to the program. Development, development in the program. Development inside the program, probably. Like it, advancing the program. Probably. It's been, it's as, as far as uh, you know, evaluating the, the the program. You know, every offseason they say they're evaluating things and stuff like that. But I mean, when the bottom line is wins and losses, and you win ten games with, you know, scoring nineteen points a game, why the hell would you? You just won 10 games. So I see where Kirk's coming from, but it, it definitely has hindered the self-evaluation when we all know Kirk's bottom line is, did you win the game? Did you lose the game? Yeah, he doesn't care how you win. Honestly, I don't care how you win. No, but I, I, mean, care yeah. how you, I care how you lose the Penn State. Sure. A, a win is a win, even though it may not be pretty all the time. Um, yeah, it's, it's still a win, but... Um, you know, when you lose, it's kind of like, okay, what what did we learn from this, and how can we improve our team? We learned nothing. Exactly. Because he's not concerned about the offense. 
that 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 comment made me mad. It didn't surprise me, but it made me mad. Yeah. I don't know. It. But off of this thing, because all it's going to do is fire me up. Yeah. I, I like it when you're fired up. It, it, all it's going to do is fire me up. <laughs> Let's go um, on to our blazing predictions challenge. And I'm going to tell you, tell everybody the updated standings. I went ahead and calculated it before the podcast. Very smart of so you. So in third place. In third place is Jared with a 19 and 23 record. He's climbing. Mm-hmm. We're all, we're all kind of climbing, and we kind of predicted that since Big Ten play started. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tim, you are in second place with a 21 and 21 record. Hey, 500. That's mo- making money, that's, man. That's, that's definitely making money. And then I am barely in first with a 22 and 20 record. Pretty darn good. That's not bad. That's making money again. It's it's not bad, but I, I had one good week. <laughs> I had a ten and I had a ten and three week, and that's what got me there. <laughs> that that's week week three got me there. <laughs> Other than that, it's been uh, lo- losing our five hundred weeks for me. Hey, five hundred weeks are still making money. Yeah, I'll take it. For sure. So, have you had a chance to look at the spreads for this week? I know Jerry kind of sent us the spreads. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of games um, this week. I think there's a few bye weeks, right? Yeah, this week's kind of a smaller week. And Jonathan, I know you're not in on this, but I'm going to have you pick games too for this week. All right. I'm just pulling up Jared's. Um, So, he gave me an edit about. A little bit over an hour ago. No, he sent that at 9 a.m., bro. Did he? <laughs> yeah, why it's almost it, been 12 why hours. Why is this? Oh, it's how, how fucking okay. drunk are you right now? <laughs> get, your, get your fucking shit together. Don't don't worry about how drunk I am. I'm going to come up there so, and fucking smack you with a fucking bush light. Jesus, Chris, keep that away from me. All right, we got um, Penn State. Penn State minus 27 and a half. Jared's taking the Penn State and laying the points. Who's Penn State playing? Northwestern at Northwestern. I'm taking I'm taking Penn State and the points as well. I'm gonna say. Man. Yeah, if it was a closer game, if I would actually put up a fight, I might lean into Northwestern and the points here, but Penn State kind of made that a joke and didn't even try in the second half, kind of rolled over. Um, I'll take Penn State in the points. I'll lay the points as well. What about you, Jonathan? Uh, sorry, I kind of cut out on me. Who's Penn State playing? They're playing Northwestern, and it's minus 27 and a half. Is that correct, Tim? That is correct. That's the line that we have, uh, 27, or the line that we gave Jared earlier this week, 27 and a half. It's at Northwestern. Um, it has been bet down to 26 and a half currently. You know, I'm I'm gonna even though Northwestern has that home field advantage, I feel like Penn State is still just gonna rock them. So yeah. I'm gonna be going with uh Penn State. Um but you know, I'm I'm gonna say that Northwestern might put up a, a good fight and Penn State might only win by um at least fourteen. Are you, are you gonna go with Northwestern then? 
Sure. Right. You get Northwestern. I, I don't. The, the points. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they they fought last week. They didn't did see that coming. Absolutely, no, I did not see that coming. Next game we got is uh, Minnesota at home versus Louisiana Lafayette, Raging Cajuns. Minus 11 and a half. The current line has been bet down to minus 11 for Minnesota. Um, I'm going to take Louisiana Lafayette to cover 11 and a half, boys. That's where I'm at, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you guys also. Wow. Jared's at, uh, got Minnesota covering. He's laying the points. Yeah. That, that, that to me, Minnesota lost a lot of trust with me last week. Yes. I mean, the thing about Minnesota is, yes, they're a good team, but they're just not consistent. They're too busy rowing that. They're too busy rowing that boat. Yeah. (laughs) Nebraska, Michigan at Nebraska. Nebraska the line we have seven. is is Michigan minus seven. Yeah. What you got, Merrill? I've got Michigan on this one. I do too. I got Michigan covering covering that seventeen and a half. I don't think this game's going to be close. I think I Rutgers play uh, of the game kind of woke Michigan up for the season a little bit. I think. Um, I think they pound Northwestern pretty good in this. Um, Jared's got Nebraska covering that 17 and a half, though. What about you, Jonathan? What do you got? I'm I'm fucking going Michigan all the way. I mean, Nebraska, like, just seeing how they did last year, it was a slippery slope. And then just seeing how they have been doing so far this year, it's they're just a lost cause. And just thinking that Nebraska is going to come back in any way and manner and possibly win. I mean, you might as well um, fucking go run out and play traffic on the freeway. <laughs> you got a better chance of not getting hit by a car than fucking Nebraska winning. <laughs> this is a Nebraska hate podcast. I mean, that's just always a given. That's just the, that's always an underlying thing. Oh, that's funny. I love it. I love it. And then you got Maryland, Indiana at Maryland. Um, in Maryland is a minus 14 and a half. Give me the Terps. Right. You got the Terps on this one? Yep. Jared's got Indiana um, covering. I'm right there with you with Maryland. I, um, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of uh, up in the air about this one. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut and just say that um Maryland's gonna win. I'm not feeling uh kind of what the the spread is going to be, but um, it's just yeah, that's what my gut's telling me. You think Maryland covers the spread? Yeah. I mean, it could be t- Indiana has played well this year, but they've also played horrible. Yes, they've been very inconsistent. Um, then you've got Illinois at Purdue. Oh, 
Purdue minus one and a half. That shocks me. It's been bet to an even pick them uh, in some places now. Uh, FanDuel still has it as uh, one and a half. Um, this is pretty much because Purdue's playing at home. Um, it's more or less a pick them. Money line spreads are both minus 110 for each team. It's pretty much a pick them. Give me Illinois. Yep, you're giving me that extra point. Give me Illinois. Same. Well, on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Illinois too. Then you got, there's no line on the Rutgers Wagner game, which we're not surprised. This is when they played Wagner. I was off by a couple weeks, Tim. Hey, here's Wheaton. Um, Iowa versus Michigan State. The line would be Iowa minus 12 and a half. I'm going Iowa. Sparty. You're going to Sparty? Yeah. With I don't think Michigan State's playing for anything. Nah, Sparty. I don't okay. think Michigan State – I think Iowa will win. I just don't think it's going to be very close. I would take Sparty covering that spread. I would take the under. I'm, I'm probably taking the under. Ugly game. Ugly game. Glad I'm not going to be able to watch it because it's on fucking Peacock. It is on Peacock. Fuck, I God damn it. <laughs> is it on Peacock or is it on NBC? This one's on NBC. This one got picked oh, up by this NBC. One, this one's on NBC. Ne- next week's on Peacock. Next week, Purdue's on Peacock. Purdue's on Peacock. I'm going to that game. I'm not fucking buying Peacock. No, God, no. I ain't buying Peacock. Not for fucking Purdue. No, no. I was so saying, this, this, one's is on this one's on. NBC. I was saying, this is on Peacock. I'm not watching. It. Next I'm not week, okay. Paying for this. Yeah, paying for this God game. no, I ain't paying for that shit. I'm not, I'm not paying for that garbage. Well, Jonathan, who you got in this game? Iowa minus twelve and a half. Ooh, um. Do you see Iowa win by thirteen or more points? No, fuck no. You got Sparty so, yeah. as well. Nope. <laughs> They might not score 13 points in the whole game. Yeah. Are you trying to hurt me? No, I'm being realistic. I'm being serious. They might not score 13. Give me Sparty. If they don't score 13 points in this game, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Even if they win. (laughs) I mean, with with how the offense has been going. uh... Yeah, noted. All right. Jonathan, if that happens, I'm going to need you to take care of uh, the dogs, because I might kick them. <laughs> wow. I kidding. I would never kick my dogs. I love my dogs. But yeah, don't do my girl sash dirty like that. Yeah, she's adorable. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we've got Tim. This is probably the most different you and I have been on a week. Besides week three. We met, what we have three, two, three, two. Different, but most of the time, I feel like you and I have been about the same. It's been about the same. There's been a few here and there, but I feel like week three we're pretty different. But other than that, okay. So, do you have any games you're keeping an eye on this week, Tim? Do I? Um, 
Yeah, there's... I'm trying to find what the line was. I can't find that game now. So, if I were to build um, a perfect college football Saturday for this weekend... Oh, yeah, you do that while I'm hunting down this game. I know which game it is. I just got to find the line. So, right now, I've got the Oregon State-Utah game on. I expected more offense in this game, but this is a fun game so far. Oregon State's up 7 nothing, by the way. Oh, it's almost the end of the first quarter. Yeah, I would expect a little bit more offense. I'm going to watch USC Colorado. I think it's going to be Colorado bent over, but USC doesn't have much of a defense. That will be a very entertaining game to watch. That'll be a fun high-scoring game. I don't know if USC wins by 21 and a half because I don't know (laughs) if they stop Colorado enough. But uh, are you guys looking at the – don't look. If you are looking, don't answer. What's the over-under for that game, USC-Colorado? I'm going to say it's no less than 70, but it's probably less, it's less than 70. It's 67, probably. 67 Seven. and a half. Seven. Okay, I, I, I'm, I was, I'm shocked. But the, I'm going over. Shit. I'm going over. I wouldn't be surprised if was, this shit was like 50 to 30-something. Yeah, like this shit so, could be crazy. That's probably the first game I'm watching on Saturday. Um, I'm probably keeping an eye on Michigan, Nebraska uh, for the second window. But I'm watching Kansas, Texas. I think Kansas. I think Kansas beats Texas. Wow, that's a plus five forty two. I, I think Kansas outright. I think Kansas beats Texas. At Texas, Texas. Is really good though. I hate saying they, it, but Texas is. But good. but how good is Bama? They're still a it's good Bama. football they, team, right? Yeah, but how good is Bama? They may it's, not. They might not be like the super elite uh, Alabama that we, you know, kind of have been. They watching always pull something out of their ass at the end of the season. They're gonna. That's right. a good. That's a talented football team. I also um, think Kansas is talented. Yeah. Kansas is well coached. That's a fun team to watch. I like that game. I'll probably be watching that um, game. Um, um, LSU, Old Miss. I think Ole Miss beats LSU. It's at Ole Miss. My upset was. Um, at plus I'm 118. To, it, Mississippi um, that, over LSU is my upset pick. I'm going to watch the Iowa game, but that Duke Nutter game game. That's that seems fun to me. That the screams fun. Yeah, that does. Like, if I wasn't an Iowa fan, I'd be watching that game, and I may go over to that game. I may have a dual screen. Oh man, we don't have any Pac-12 after. Yeah, hey, I, I gave you two monitors, so uh, you can hook those yeah. up. Yeah, I might be hooking them up. That's it's very very likely. Um. Do you have any? You said your upset is Ole Miss, Ole Miss over LSU. Yeah, you got my uh, upset. Is, go ahead. My upset's Kansas over Texas. Yeah, it's a good pick. I like that pick too. I was looking at I in that game. Um, Ole Miss is at plus one eighteen, and Kansas is at plus five, plus five forty. That's a really good value. Yeah, I I just. I, I have a feeling about this Kansas game. It's called herpes. It, it is called, it, it, it's called herpes. 
You, you, sir. Oh, shit. But I don't really, I haven't really looked too much into parlays this week. Mostly because yeah. I'm not going back to Iowa. Um, I haven't looked too much at the betting other than just pretty much the lines we were trying to find something for an upset pick. Uh, so I really either. If I was going to do any sort of parlay, it would definitely be under. Um, Yeah, for sure. For sure. The Iowa under. Um, I'd go. um, I'm just looking through some games right now. I would honestly probably hit the over in the USC Colorado first half. Probably that's probably a good bet. You probably might not be plus money. Let's see what it's what's that first half over under first half is 37 and a half. Overs at minus one away. I mean, that's not terrible value for 37 and a half. Yeah, I'd probably say the over on that game. I really think that'll hit. Um, I think in the second half, um, USC will probably insert you know dominance in that game, but I can see that. Um, I think early on that, that first half actually speaks. I, I think that'll happen. I'm, just, I'm scrolling through games right now. Just look. I haven't looked a whole lot into any of this. Yeah, you, I mean, going through your I'm, Saturday lineup and everything, that's pretty much the, all the games that are playing. Everything else is just kind of meh. I'd say the under in Illinois Purdue is almost a guarantee. 53 and a half. Oh, hell yeah. I would have well. I think Jesus, that's a pretty. Get the under in game, Michigan State game at minus one hundred five. Christ, how is that I not like one, minus one thirty? Um, the over and oh, the over in the Kansas Texas game is sixty one and a half. I'm going over. I can see it. That game could be fun up and down the field too. There's there's some decent games this week, betting wise. Yeah, I mean there'll be some entertaining games. I don't expect anything. I don't expect in uh, a big upset Saturday type of situation. I think that's coming down the line, but I don't see it happening this weekend. I think uh, it goes pretty chalk. There might be one or two. Just kind of threw my my shit at the wall and see if it's stuck with Mississippi, but we'll see. For some reason, I thought Rutgers played somebody other than Wagner this week. What are you thinking next week? Do they, don't they play like uh, some shit? No, they just played Michigan. Uh, Wisconsin. They're beating Wisconsin. Ooh, ooh, are they? I don't know what the line's going. I don't know what the line's going to be, but they're beating Wisconsin. Wow, bold. You can is that, is you that can in what? It's in Wisconsin. Oh, it's in Madison. Man, that's... Greg Shiano's going in there winning that game. Man, that's bold. That's bold. I won't go that far, but that's that's bold. Uh, we'll, say that, we'll hope we get Jared on there next week because Jared might call me out on that. Yeah. Noted. You're going you're gonna to save that one? Yeah. Noted. Okay, well, that's really all I've got this week. Um, the biggest thing I had was my rant 
for the last week's game. I'm still a little pissed off about it. Eh, you just gotta get to the 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 stage where it just doesn't bother you anymore. You know what's coming. It just reaffirms yeah. when it happens that. I think it pissed me off because I still thought in my head that we could keep it under fourteen. I mean, I did too. Like I said, it, through uh, even at the end of the first half, I know I was like, okay, let's make a few adjustments, hang on to the ball a little bit better in the the second half, and we got a chance. And then the second half started, and then I stopped watching. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is, this is fun, Jonathan. Thanks for joining us tonight. No problem. Thank you for uh, giving me a heads up. Yeah, no problem. Glad that I could finally get you back on the podcast. About Heck damn yeah. time. It was fun. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens tomorrow. Hopefully we're talking in Iowa victory next week. If we're not talking in Iowa victory next week, um, you might need to do a wellness check on me before we do the podcast. All right. All right. Have a good one, guys. Yep. You do the same. Bye.